Hello and welcome to episode 7 of the final save point with me Mark and Ben. Good evening. Yeah, it's good evening. You yes. join us here in the the uh like post glow of a, a cigarette of the uh console launch climax. Mm. <laughs> I mean it kind of feels like we're still in full swing. I think we've got like another week left. What of console? Yeah, like, maybe it's like the the post time for the Xbox. And then the PlayStation's one is next week. Because Maybe. they had a week different. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Unlike everywhere else. I mean, there isn't any other, there's not been a lot of other gaming news, really, since the... That's because uh, no one wants to well, chance going up against the, yeah, the, the giant new consoles. Keeps, what, that, it, it, it definitely is going to happen now. Is it definitely going to happen? Is it, is is it, it definitely? Are, are we know. sure it's going to happen? I don't know. I mean, what, do you reckon bookies are taking odds on it? <laughs> like, I'm talking to see what the actual odds are. I just want my game at this point. See, I'm so torn now whether to cancel my pre-order and wait for the actual next-gen patch to drop. I mean, you're going to get it on PC anyway, right? Probably. Because then you, you've got all like, the new features. Or at least if you get a new graphic card, they're accessible to you. I'm not going to get a new graphics card for a while, okay. I don't think. I think the one I've got is going to last me. It's not worth the price a better one would cost, if you know what I mean. What, even you can play Cyberpunk with ray tracing on? I can play Cyberpunk with ray tracing on now. Oh, really? I reckon, yeah. Does your card support ray tracing? Yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't realise. It's an RTX card. Oh, I thought it was like um, only the brand brand new ones. Obviously. Yeah, I remember we were telling you about like Control. Oh, yeah, 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 of course it did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. It does work. Mm. It works with it. Oh, okay, that's sweet. A few games. Oh, yeah, so you, yeah. It has a massive oh, you should definitely get it on PC, performance yeah. impact, to be fair. Yeah. Ray tracing. It's on that new Call of Duty as well that I just bought. Yes, um, I was reading about that on Twitter. Not so. sure. Not sure. I'm what? not sure it does much to help in that. that like we were saying with ray tracing. It did sound like uh, they said a lot of people can't tell the difference between that and shadow map like lighting. So I can. I'll, I'll take it or leave it. If it makes the game run better, I'll go without. Yeah, it's fine. It's Call of Duty, right? It runs 60 anyway. Well, Assassin's Creed has managed it without. Yeah. It looks pretty yeah. good. Well, it's it's like so I think it's one of those things where uh, it's it's like a palette of lighting choices now, isn't it? That you can use within the art form of your game, your art design, your game yeah. design, and yeah. you pick the one that's appropriate for how you want it to look. Mm. But then, if I've got to either play the game at sixty or play the game at thirty frames a second with ray tracing on, yeah, it's not worth the hit. But then that's that the thing is, like thing. you say, is you would you if you use ray tracing for say like a particular cutscene, say you've got someone in front of a stained glass window with light pouring through it. You're going to want ray tracing there so it realistically picks up all the colours as it comes through the window, right? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But then you're not going to... Like I say, you, you might just use that in a cutscene rather than have it in your gaming engine for all the gameplay. It's not such a big thing for me where... I mean, it's fine. If it's there, cool. If it's not, meh. Yeah, yeah. It's not like... Um, I'm trying to think of a... A comparison where it's like I want, I need the thing in my game. The problem is, it's become a bit of a buzzword around this generation. Uh, dynamic lighting. There we go. If you take that out of a game, it's like, wow, now this looks a thousand times worse. Yeah, because yeah. Whereas like ray tracing is just like the cherry on top. Ray tracing is kind of like it, make, it makes it look a bit more realistic as opposed to like you say, indirect lighting. It's funny going yeah. back to some of the earlier games that really kind of pioneered dynamic lighting. Like yeah. um, I got the fear. Uh, Collection on oh, okay. GOG, yeah, yeah, and that was that. one of the first. That, that was one of its selling points. That and this like one of the trailers was someone shooting. It would hit like a light, and the light would move, and it would be like 
it still looks good. Yeah, yeah. Because it's got good lighting. Yeah, Doom 3 as well. I remember that having that, quite, yeah, quite good lighting for awesome the time. Cause it yeah, off. no, I think that was another one that pushed the dynamic Yeah, because it was all about showing off the uh, torch, right? Yeah. To create tension. In the Which is different version. now. Was that in the BFG version? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And there's say. no way of going back. Is there no option on the BFG? No. Okay, I guess they probably rebalanced You it. can't even buy the original. That's a shame. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's like, it's a bit of a fundamental like game change. Or anyway. I don't think so. Again, yeah. don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that the only version you can get is like the the de facto version is now the BFG edition. Yeah, that's all. That's almost an excuse for piracy, I'd say. Probably, especially if you want. Please know the final podcast is not condone piracy. Yeah, come. <laughs> I said almost. You wouldn't uh, steal a policeman's hat. Almost an excuse. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't steal his wife. <laughs> You wouldn't murder him, shit in his helmet, <laughs> then give it to the grieving widow. Ah, <laughs> oh, Graham Linium, before he pissed off every side of the internet. Still funny. Normally that's a good thing now if you piss off everyone on the internet. Oh yeah, no, not in the way he did it. Mm. <laughs> Basically, he's just pissed off anyone that would have been allies on the other side of the argument both times. And he's just out now out on his own. It's, like, <laughs> it's a sad and tragic figure, really. It is a shame. Yeah. But um, so we've both now owned our next generation consoles for a while. Come tell me how are you how are you finding um, your Xbox really after a, mass... how long have you had it now? What like oh, three weeks? Long, so what's that? Two weeks? Three weeks? Two weeks three weeks, weeks? I think. Three. Yeah, okay. since eleventh November. So okay. was it today? Twenty sixth. Yes. So it's not quite three weeks, but no. in the middle. Mm. Um, I don't really have an awful lot more to add. I'd say it's quite interesting now. Uh, it's better now that they're getting the. Uh, issues with the quick resume sorted out. Yep. Games seem to be working with that better now. It was um, the other night I had someone around showing him the console Monday, um, and yeah, he was like, "I'll oh, show me what like it's got some of the best graphics." So I loaded up Gears, but Gears wasn't working properly before with quick resume. Mm. Uh, so I expected to go through the whole loading screen thing, and instead, literally on popped up within like eight seconds. So it's quite impressive when you show someone else, like. The same person we were playing uh, the Master Chief Collection later since it's had its patch. Okay. Yeah, play through Halo 4. Nice. And he, like I said about um, the issue with the new loading screens, he made the exact same mistake I did at first. As soon as like uh, a level ended, he started looking at his phone and then like in about 10 seconds, I was sitting it's there staring loaded. at him. It's like, just gameplay, man. <laughs> <laughs> Pay attention. Loading screens aren't a thing anymore. <laughs> I'm still not used to that. It's so crazy that because it, I didn't realize it how takes it... longer for the achievement pop animation than it does to load the next level now that's another thing with with the ps4 i don't know if it was always like this but it's got to the point where a, an achievement would pop like five or ten minutes after you did the thing to get the achievement like it would pop i'd be like i'm just not doing anything what i haven't I noticed that on the ps4 i've noticed it on the xbox a few times but um yeah now now it's like you know it, as soon as you do the thing it pops up mm. immediate like everything faster better but yeah, that's so that's that, that, that's the one key thing. It's uh, takeaway is yeah, loading times. Yeah, I actually, in fact, I had um, I'll say Yakuza crashed on me the other night. <gasps> um, like just stopped, uh, went back to the home screen. I and did you leave it just long enough to make sure that it wasn't some kind of meta joke as part of the game? <laughs> no, like I mean a... it crashed. It crashed the desktop on the console. Like the dashboard, but it's worth a try. Here's the thing: because I was back in the game within about 15 seconds from the dashboard, I yeah. really wasn't pissed off about it as I would have been back in the day. Back when a game crashed on, like you know, PS3, could have been like a good three or four minutes to your back in gameplay. Yeah. Like, you know, whereas one, now it's literally like, oh, that's it. Oh, back in. One <laughs> one statement I've got to recondition myself for is restart from checkpoint. 
which in my mind is always you got to wait now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that's like the worst thing. So, like, I remember Metro being really bad for that. If you die, you got to wait now. Whereas I mean, now I... it's like restart from checkpoint. We could Seconds. be. It could be one of these things that's really impressive now at the start of the generation. But as games become bigger and use higher quality textures and stuff, we, it, you know, will it balance out as we go down the, down the line? Probably. Yeah. To I'm an not. extent, but I don't think it will ever go back. Oh no, I don't think we're going to ever have like real loading problems. There eh, depends on optimization as well, I guess. But people have said, haven't they, that they're yeah. not really going to hit the stride of what they can do for at least two years. Because, I mean, it's not just um, the fact that it's got a really fast SSD in these consoles. It's the way that the SSD is connected to the um, like the processor, right? My knowledge of how that works extends to it's probably a wire. Um, I don't know how Sony <laughs> have done it, but Xbox is... So Microsoft have done something called, it's called Velocity Architecture. It's yeah, it means that the like um, the GPU can pull resources off of the SSD um, a lot quicker than it would if it had to go through a normal like uh, memory controller. I think it's like directly connected. I assume that the PS5 uses a similar setup. Maybe. And that's got a slightly faster SSD as well, I believe. Yeah. I haven't. Um, as long as it it's good, <laughs> then the 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 numbers are obviously high. Do you remember that hilarious um, Xbox? Was it? Oh man, I'm losing track of the names. The One X, the Xbox One X. Yes. Uh, the reveal where it was all about just number of teraflops and compute units and. Oh, I mean, cores they're still like that. Microsoft. So. Everyone's like that. Everyone PCs loves, are like that as well. Number. I don't. I just want it to look nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really bothered about teraflops. Oh yeah, but it's interesting. I mean, I like I love stuff like digital foundry and everything. Get into the real nitty gritty analysis of games and why how they run. So. I quite like it in relation to stuff that's like te- just I don't know, merely ten years old because it's just gone up such a massive amount. I mean, you get but back when you could buy a graphics card that was touted as like top of the line that had 128 megabytes of memory, yeah. <laughs> and now we're buying we're getting graphics cards where budget ones have got like six. It's crazy, isn't it? Uh, yes. Hmm. It is mad. All of the memory. Too much storage. That's the only thing that's racing ahead in development is storage. <laughs> and we're making the best of it by making games load really fast. True, true. No. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't really have anything else to add gaming-wise because I've still been ploughing through Yakuza 7. I mean, apart from a little bit of River City Girls. Which have you clocked to game time yet? Uh, I'm at 33 hours okay. now. And that's... I'm not far off of how long I've spent on most of the other Yakuza's now because Zero and Kiwami, mm-hmm. Kiwami, Kiwami, I don't know how to pronounce It's definitely one of those. Yeah. Um, yeah, Zero and that I spent about 35 hours a piece on and then Yakuza 2 I actually didn't get distracted by mini games or anything at all so I played for down about 25. Nice. Kiwami 2, obviously, not the original 2. <laughs> um... But yeah, I'm not anywhere near as bored with this one as I was with them at that point. Because mm. most of them, I get bored of doing all the mini games and that, and then just rush through sub quests and main plot. Is it wrapping up? Does it feel like it's wrapping up or getting um, to the end? Chapter nine. Or? I don't know how many chapters there are, but I've just hit a couple of really big twists. So oh, yeah, there's a twist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you and your little twists. Yeah, um, yeah. It's good. I like it. I like the um, it's uh, the plot's a lot more interesting because. Well, it's a team of characters as opposed to just like one guy's story. Yeah. Yeah. So I quite like that. And it makes the mini games and stuff a bit more appealing because 
you've got to, I don't just play darts now, I get some random person in a bar, I play darts against my mate in my team, mm. and that gets their bond level up, and then the higher your bond level gets, the better they do in combat, or the more experience they get. So, are there summons? There are summons. Cool. Yeah, it's an Tell me the most wacky summon that you've found um, so far. The craziest one I've got so far is uh, a crawfish. You save, you save a crawfish from being <laughs> eaten at one point, and it turns up with all of its mates, and they all pincey your enemy. Oh. There's a sumo wrestler guy. Um... I've got a an adult baby <laughs> who comes. Is that, in. Uh, is that an oxymoron? Is that the right word? I was like, I was like, it's a fetish thing, man. It's oh, like, oh, yeah. I gotcha. Like, that kind gotcha. of adult baby, right? Okay. Like, um, gotcha. <laughs> you like you bump into him like a weird, yeah, like a adult baby brothel at some point. I think I believe he's the same character. That was also in Yakuza Kiwami too. Okay. As a sub quest, I'm pretty the Gondar head of the Gondaro family, Gondara family, something like that. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he comes in and has a t- ad tantrum. Well, um, it's nice to know that it's kept its quality. Oh, mate, it's completely wackiness. off the wall. Like, I mean, even enemies like were warping to actual like art, more RPG looking enemies when the fights start. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you saying your like... guy just really likes like JRPGs. <laughs> like, um, yeah, the character. I, I actually think I prefer Ritchie to Kira as well. Yeah, like I said, Kira's sort of. Yeah, he's a good character, but, but he's, he's a bit boring. Kind of. Yeah. yeah I mean, you never. He's never really going to act out of character. He's a bit one note. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He kind of just goes along. Yeah, well, which it, is also his selling point. That's yeah. what makes it good. Yeah. And it's um, it's even just like the attitude it kind of displays, like the little um, you even get the little like uh, walking around dialogue between your parties. You walk around the city, and some of them are really good. It's like yeah. they've done really well at getting the personality of your team across. <laughs> I mean, they're pretty. I've only encountered one additional character, so I assume they're pretty like hard locked. Like yeah, the characters you take around all the time. Okay. Because in the in the cutscenes, the additional character never appears, so they've they've only been made with the idea of the main <laughs> team being there. Uh, Maybe be some extra ones to download in mm. the future. Well, uh, there's already some jobs hidden behind a paywall, which is a bit. Oh, hard. really? Yeah. Oh, okay. It would take me a bit, but that's not good. Unless I got a load of free costumes with my. Uh, like they Have you ever done that before? I don't remember any of them having any kind uh, of... I don't know if some of the later ones have. Neither the Kiwami Six different. didn't, as far as I know. I could be wrong. But... Yeah, maybe Judgment. I don't know. I think if it's in a game, but you don't really notice it unless you... Yeah, well, I've not it, noticed not the so absence bad. of it. So yeah, it's it, 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 it's, I, I don't like it and it's a shady practice, but it's it's there and but it hasn't really affected my gameplay. We have to... It's not like it's not like a loot box balanced game or something like that, like uh, Shadow what of War. What was the last game that wasn't free that had loot boxes? I genuinely think that that's probably died out a little bit now. I mean, for some reason, I mean, for some reason, FIFA and all of them sit on their own and they're fine. Yeah, yeah, FIFA. We're okay with that. Well, we're not okay with that. Well, I'm not, just, and you're not. It's just that the kind of audience that play makes up the majority of FIFA players aren't the same audience that make up the rest of gaming. Plus, I think it's because with that, they've got such a direct comparison between actual stickers you can go yeah, out and buy. Yeah, like, oh, it's just the same thing. And yeah. It's not though, is it? Can I put that in an album and show my mate yeah. without will a screen? W- will it be worth something in like 20 years? Yeah. No, in fact, it's worthless next year when you release the new version of FIFA. <laughs> Less than a year. Yeah. Yay. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I downloaded FIFA 20 now that I've got EA Game Pass. But uh, yeah, I'm not, not going to be getting into Ultimate Team. Good. I'm I don't glad. know enough about like current footballers to get into Ultimate Team. <clears throat> I'm glad it's it's gone. Although I did read apparently the, going. the PS version of FIFA 21 sounds interesting because depending on how tired your players are when you try and use the sprint button which is R2 it will get um, more and more tense Yeah. so it'll be harder to run it's kind of cool there have been some people worrying about whether or not they're going to they're going to carry on and sort of support 
developer support for that sort of thing. Like I'd imagine as long stuff. as Sony have made some decent like uh, tools and APIs, like middleware, the developers can so. easily There's big big potential. Yeah, easily pull it into their games. I know Deathloop uses it, right? Probably. Yeah. I think every one of their first party games that they've announced will probably use it. Yeah. Maybe it'll be the future ones. Mm. So yeah, so I don't really have much else to add to uh, my gaming this week. Uh, like I say, I played a little bit of River City Girls, which is feels a bit Scott Pilgrimy, but I'll, I'll come back to talk about that some more once I've actually you know played enough of it to judge through it. But yeah, let's. Uh, since you've had, let's say what, two seven, seven days, seven. It's more than that. When did it come I out? I feel last, like it's more than that. Was it last Tuesday? Friday, Thursday? Uh, 11th. Was it the week before that? It was the 11th, right? No, 11th. No, 17th. 10th was the Xbox, 17th. Yeah. So, yeah, so you've had it... Nine days? Nine days. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so... I've accomplished quite a lot in nine days. Nine days with a PS5 <laughs> been so far. Yeah, good. Really good, actually. I quite like it. My PC hasn't really been on for all okay. of this time. Interesting. Yeah. I'm re- really liking it. I've um, I finished Miles Morales, which I won't go into much. I've spoken about it at length. Mm. It's not any different by the end, but it's a great little story. Overall satisfied with it? Very. Yeah. And I can't, I mean, don't want to, sp- I'll spoil nothing, but it, it's, it's got its own sort of little drops and teases as to where it's going to go next. Okay. That's Interested. Cool. I buy, I buy the character they've written as, as another Spider-Man. Okay. That's cool. Not just, you know, but this part of the narrative, like, you know, start off as Spider-Kid, Spider-Boy, and no one really recognise you, and then and kind of earn your way up. It's done really well. Yeah. Like a comic book. Cheesy at times. Expected. You have to expect that sort of thing with, you know. That is a bit of a problem Marvel have had since uh, Secret Wars, where they brought Miles Morales over to the main universe, mm. trying to define, like, the difference between, you know, what's the point in having two Spider-Men. They seem to be doing it a bit better now. I think he has more of the old school Spider-Man teenager problems, whereas Peter Parker has more adult problems. It's nice to have them both... I mean, they're not. Spider Man has got an excuse at the beginning to go away. He's not yeah. really. I mean, there's, like, obviously, there's a much bigger age gap in the comics between them because obviously, Spider Man's like, what, mid 30s, late 30s? Something like that. And yeah, Mars Morales is 15, 16. Okay. So, yeah, much bigger age gap. Whereas the game, it's only about six years, right? Uh, yeah, he's like t- mid 20s, isn't he? Yeah. Spider Man. And it's yeah, Mars Morales is probably like, about. Yeah. Probably. I don't, I don't know, actually. 16, 17? Mm-hmm. Something like that. But yeah, re- really, really good. I'm not sure there's enough. I mean, a lot of the suits are like like there's there's two different suits. One of them's your normal suit. One of them's your normal suit with a blazer on. But the ones that are new are really good. Um, I did see programmable matter or something. I suit? didn't like that suit at all. Yeah, it looks like um, crazy arms like coming off of it and stuff. Um, I didn't see any crazy arms coming off. Okay, it looks like glass. It looks like a glass suit. It's all shiny and plasticky. Okay, crazy. Uh, yes, highly recommend it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna go into as much detail as I have because it's a, it's more of Spider-Man on PS4 but now it looks nicer okay it doesn't use the triggers as much as it should okay really but it's a cross-gen game so yeah I guess this um, I at the game I've been playing most I did it yesterday in a day I did it in a day I started playing it and then I did it in a day Astro's Playroom yeah, yeah. which is I'm waiting to hear about this oh man as you know, know. do you know what I had, a, I had a grin on my face as soon as it started <laughs> and all the way to the end I'd like to say I, they, I was very very similar with Astro's rescue mission yeah. Astro got rescue mission on which the, you yeah, uh, you recommend to me and which I, I absolutely love that's I have pro- the means to play it just not that necessarily that has got the to be my favourite VR game I mean that's up there with Beat Saver and Super Hot for me it's like okay. probably my the free games on VR I've had the most fun with okay 
It's, uh, I will get round to it. I, I mean, I want to now more mm. than I did for sure. Yeah, but I didn't think it would be as good as it was. It was it's a full experience. I mean, six hours you wouldn't pay fifty, sixty quid for, but it felt like a decent length for a. But gun. you would pay like in indie price, like twenty quid or something. Yeah, right? for sure. Yeah. yeah. For, but I mean, I'll talk about all of the cool little nitbits and cool just stuff that you notice as you play it in a second. But if you even if you take all that away, it's still a really competent nice looking well playing platform game mm. that's quite varied and creative in in how but um yeah so the the game takes place kind of like inside of ps5 that's cool and each level is a different component of inside the playstation <laughs> so there's like uh, there's the cooling area there's like the ssd area the gpu area <laughs> and uh another one i can't yeah hard drive hard drive no it's the ssd yeah, that's the SSD. Yeah. Pooling, GPU, SSD. Processor? No, that's the hub. That's uh, okay. the main bit in the middle. Um, Fan? No, that's the cooling. Okay. Oh, yeah, of course it is. Uh, uh, heat uh, sink? I can't remember. I can't remember. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, it's, it's from from when it starts and you kind of notice what's going on and how everything's named, underneath the CPU, it's called CPU Plaza, underneath it is... <laughs> I oh, know it's behind you. It's behind you. It's like the room, your display room, okay, where it yeah, keeps yeah. all of the cool stuff you find in all of the levels. Yes, which yeah. amounts to just hundreds and hundreds of tiny little See, model, model things from PlayStation's past. See, that's cool because um, VR Playroom had a like a place like that where you kind of used the coins you got in levels for a gacha machine. Exactly the same. Yeah, and then exactly you got the li- basically you got little models of all the different components they used to build each level, yeah. and then you could muck around with them in this little playroom. <laughs> but yeah, the, all the little PlayStation references people have been talking about this. It sounds oh, mental the amount that's packed in there. So to- many. I mean, there are lists online. I didn't. I didn't. The only time I looked something up was when I I was pretty sure it was something, but I wanted to double check. There were things that I guessed at what they were and just left it at that. And I put a little question mark next to it. But I mean, do, 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 you, want, Let's go. Yeah, do you want the, do you want the list of the ones that I noticed? What's the most obscure? Um, I'll point it out when I get to it. Oh, I, I know what one it is. I'll see, uh, see if I actually remember them or not. But... Okay, <laughs> right. So I spotted God of War, mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid, mm-hmm. Concrete Genie. That's very recent, right? Is it? See, that's yeah. one I didn't know. That was like I had very to look up. late PS4 release, I believe. I've no I idea thought, what kind of game it is. I thought it was infamous because it looked like the little robot was uh, graffitiing. Oh, like in yeah, like in a glowing second, in Second Sun, like a, a neon thing. Yeah. And it kind of, I thought it was that, but okay. I was like, it doesn't look. Why is he wearing that? Why isn't he wearing uh, <laughs> Devlin's hat? Yeah, I've no idea what Concrete Genie is all about. So yeah, Concrete Genie, Fat Princess, Resident yeah, Evil. That. Uh, underwater shark VR, VR game. Yeah, shark I don't know, I don't know yeah. what it's called, but I, yeah. knew, I knew it existed. Uh, Sly, Sly Cooper, uh, Parappa the Rapper, Spyro the Dragon, Beyond Two Souls, Crash Bandicoot, Monster Hunter, Knack, Ridge Racer, the dinosaur from the tech demo of the PlayStation <laughs> 1 demo disc, which factors into it again later. Uh, Castlevania Rondo of Blood. Bloodborne. Oh, backtrack. Rondo of Blood is not. I, I, that might be the wrong one. Rondo of Blood was a CDI of 3DO game. I remember. No, PC Engine. So PC Engine CD oh, no, exclusive. Blood. What one do I mean? The PlayStation Symphony one. Of the night. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Might be. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Bad. Bad mistake. I don't really. I've never really played Castle. That's Rondo. it. Sorry. All the gaming credit's gone. I'm <laughs> out of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bloodborne, The Last of Us, Uncharted, 
Patapon, Tomb Raider, Dark Souls, The Order 1886, <laughs> Shadow of the Colossus, Journey, Final Fantasy VII, Pain. Do you remember Pain? Yeah, I remember Pain. It was like almost. Yeah, exactly. That was um, that was like an early PlayStation Three. Yeah, it was like one of the first things on the PlayStation Store, right? Yeah, yeah. But we played loads of that. We did some mates back in the day, remember rightly? Yeah, Just passing the pad round to see who could get the best score. That was it. That was good fun, actually. That game. I remember there was a it was an achievement if you not let us off of the hotel yeah. in such a way as to make it smell hot or sex. <laughs> it was called the Hotel Corral Essex. Okay. Like, yeah, and if you, this would have been later on after they added trophies to the PS4, obviously. Yeah, they yeah. They were retroactively that was put back in. Yeah, yeah. You, if, you, if you did that, you got a trophy. <laughs> right. There's a few more. There's, the, I'd say, about a third left. Silent Hill, Ratchet and Clank, Killzone, Devil May Cry, Wipeout, I think PlayStation Home? Oh, I wasn't yeah, too I sure really about that one. Didn't play a lot. Uh, no Man's Sky, Flower, Ape Escape, Medieval, Death Stranding, Ico, Heavy Rain, Ghost of Tsushima, and Infamous. Crazy. Are all of the reference? <laughs> and every time you see one, you've got a little Astro Bot who's got a, a PlayStation hat on and a camera, and he's like filming a scene. <laughs> so when, when you see him, you know that there's a, a reference nearby. That's cool. And some of them, are, like I say, they are not focused in on they are up in the corner somewhere like when i spotted the tomb raider one it was because i saw some movement at the corner of my eye and up in the corner is the little lara croft robot the little That's pistols jumping kind around. of crazy how many um like third party stuff they've licensed for that as well i think it like some of them when i think back were exclusive when it came out yeah, and i think yeah. they've used their exclusive as well as their first party ones sometimes like Dark Souls. I mean, yeah, no, no. I, I, there were lots of all of the games I identify with the PlayStation brand. Don't get me wrong, hmm. um, but yeah, they'd obviously would have had to pay to license stuff like Metal Gear and that, right? Well, I think that they're obscure enough. You you don't get an achievement that's the names them at all. Uh, okay. They're really they're like. Do you remember that Bro Force? Yes. It's like that. Ah, uh, right. You know, right, like yeah, the, yeah. The, the 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 Solid Snake one is just an Astro Bot with a bandana hiding under a box. <laughs> You know, I know okay. what it is, and you know what it is, but is it enough for them to say? Yeah, that's true. It might come out like parody. Yeah, I mean, Metal Gear Solid definitely when that came out was. When you sent me the screenshot of Vibribbon reference, Vibribbon, I didn't note that yeah. down. I must have forgot to note it because I was messaging you about it. Oh, yeah, I love that game back in the day. Like, yeah, that was a great night again. I, 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 to this day, I do not understand why Sony have not re-released that with MP3 compatibility. Yeah. I'd, oh, I'd play the shit out. Well, could, I probably wouldn't could, play um, the shit out of it because I don't have a PS5 at the moment. But you could do your own one, right? You could put that's what you CD need to release. That would be my killer app for the PS5. New Vib Ribbon. Vib with Ribbon. customizable old, songs. Old Vib Ribbon just with MP3 compatibility because you can't put. Well, you can put CDs in, but I don't know any CDs. But um, the, the whole the whole point of the game is to showcase the the Dual Sense, the pad. That's the. I mean, it looks nice. But you know, you know, it's stylized. It's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. It's not boundary pushing. It runs really well, like sixty frames per. Yeah, yeah, but that was what made the VR one so good as well, because it wasn't an OTT graphical style. Yeah. It looked so solid. I yeah, mean, yeah. It, it was one. It, it's a Nintendo textures game, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like they're not amazing textures, but because of the kind of I the sort of construction papery uh, construction material world that they built the game out of. Yeah. It all looks right. I'm glad you mentioned Nintendo because the thing that struck me more than anything else is this is the most Nintendo thing I've ever played from Sony, for sure. <laughs> Especially still, yeah. when it comes to like how creatively they try and teach you how to use the pad mm. and how how insanely diverse the triggers are and how they can do different things and how because the speaker in it, the rumble in it, and the triggers all work together 
and it's it's unreal, man, when it all clicks. That is cool. I was yeah. running through grass, and I noticed it was the sound of running through grass. The triggers were going were lightly rough, ruffle sort of vibrating, That's and cool. the sound was put. And as I walked off the grass onto like a hard ceramic floor, it cha- everything changed. Like the sound changed, the the rumble changed, and it felt like like you're running on a, a hard floor in like uh, hard shoes. That's cool. It's crazy. Yeah, that is cool. It's a 3D platformer. A very good one. Highly recommend it. Exactly for people like me and you. Who... You know what this has made me really want, though, this discussion? PlayStation All-Stars 2. Yeah. I mean, there's a big old list of people you could use in that. Like you say, you've just listed enough to make a decent roster. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, that's, there's multiple like characters out of each of those games that um, could work. Mm. I'm just trying to... What was the um, launch game on PlayStation Vita that was kind of a... Bit of a. I don't think I had. Did did it come packed in with the console? Uh, Little Deviants. That's it. Okay. It's a bit of an odd title, actually. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I had that. You deviant. <laughs> no, I didn't have it either. But um, I think I might play demo. I think you could download. But yeah, that was kind of designed to show off like all the touch screen, the back touch screen, and the gyroscope and that. But obviously, a lot of that stuff was irritating to use on the Vita. So yeah, <laughs> miss my Vita. Well, the touch screen was hand. But um, yeah, yeah. Uh, PlayStation Vita will probably remain in my mind as one of the best handhelds. No. Yeah, a shame, shame I broke mine. But um, yeah, I it's highly recommend it. I just I, I'll, I'll tell you this little this little thing that happened to me while I was playing it, and then that that's just yeah. The verdict is gone. If you have a PS5 and you haven't played it, I don't know why hmm. it comes pre-installed. You don't even have to download it. What are you doing now? Play it now. But um, yeah, I got to the GPU world. We were talking a minute ago how catchy the music is. Mm. And I'm, I'm playing along and I start, I could start hearing the word GPU in the music. <laughs> so I kind of, I stopped and I, started to, I was like, it's really heavily edited, like a robot voice. So it's kind of hard to hear what some of the lyrics are. I was like, yeah, I can get some of them. You're talking about the, the, the material. Oh, I can't quite get it all. Then I found like a crack in the wall that I opened up and it was the lyrics of the song that's being sung in the background printed <laughs> on the wall. And as I played through the level a little bit more, not only did I find a second verse, which again, I could hear hear them singing, but I noticed that the GPU was just off in the distance, sitting on top of a mountain, singing it to me for the whole level. <laughs> just sitting on a mountain, bobbing away, singing this song about how it's my GPU and how it's going to fight, do everything for me and find and render it for me and make all the lighting look really nice. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty, yeah. And when I, when I, that all kind of clicks, I was just like, this, this is this is very wholesome. <laughs> I'm enjoying this experience. Yeah, they did quite an interesting new little series they've got there with the uh, astro. Yeah, I would I would totally play like a full on, mm. you know, like if I was to pay full full triple A money for it, like a a big chunky adventure platformer. Yeah, for sure. And there's like a, a new character that could appear in. What, like um, PS, All Stars, All Stars too. You could, it could be he's like too nice. It could be like Captain Olimar and he's Pikmin in. Um, I guess so. Yeah, uh, right. Smash Brothers. You have like yeah. a little bunch of them that like, and you could have them, or or he could be. Oh, like a, you could be unless they base it on Astro Bot Rescue Mission. You could be like your actual character could be like a little floating head, like you are in the game, like with the uh, pad, and you could like shoot the little robots to attack other people, like a really technical fighter. Or you could have like different move sets. You could take on different move sets because you like you could just change, change because a... you like Kirby. Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or um, yeah. that one, the wooden guy from Tekken, yeah. Mokujin. Yeah, go on, go on, Sidey. Hire us to 
concept PlayStation All Stars yeah. Battle Royale 2 uh, for you. Hire us to do literally anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so you you play a bit of Call of Duty. Yeah, well. I did buy Call of Duty. Uh, buy Call of Duty. I'll talk about it more next time because I've only probably had, I don't know, like an hour. I've two. heard that makes good use of the triggers as well. Oh, um, it's really fun to shoot because each gun feels different I did make a thing of trying a few different guns out that's cool and um, it's loud I don't know if it's on purpose I feel like it is but the the triggers kind of click when you're shooting okay yeah it's really satisfying Call of Duty I'd say uses it better than Demon Souls you don't get a lot out of it I don't think yeah it's nice it feels the vibrations high quality. I've heard Godfall has a really awful implementation. Really? Yeah, people just say it just makes it hard to play. I don't think it's very good in Spider-Man, if mm. I'm honest. It feels like in Spider-Man it's always on half, but that's it. It doesn't really change. Okay. I thought it was like, maybe it gets harder when you're swinging. It's hard to tell. But you play something like Astro. Do you know, I reckon that the DualSense may be my favourite controller. Yeah. There's so much mad potential. You have to you have to try it at some point. Is it um around. is it comfortable? Yeah, like size wise. And but so. my hands have been shaped to hold a PlayStation controller since I was young. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't really. I mean, that's been my primary controller. I'm, if for if years. I'm honest, I, I kind of feel like the DualShock Four wasn't as comfortable as like the PlayStation Three one, especially yeah, the more I played with an Xbox pad as well. I like them both because they've, they've definitely made it chunkier. The DualSense, right? Yeah, I Compared, think so. A lot, a lot of people have said it feels more. more similar to. Like the controller rests now. It's just nice. It's but, a nice. But again, pack. I remember you like the, you and Matt are weird. You like the Duke controller. I do like the Duke Xbox controller. Xbox. I don't understand. <laughs> it's nice. It's wrap wrap my. Hand. It's, it's like the size of a football. <laughs> cuddling it with my hands. Yeah, I don't know. I've, I've got big hands, and I just could not get on with that. I mean, I'm amazed that they've now they do them. And you can buy them for your Xbox uh, One now. Yeah, so you I buy can. one for when you guys want to play multiplayer. Yeah, if you're going to buy it for yeah. sure. No problem. <laughs> no, I'm waiting until the um, the Microsoft Design Studio is uh, open again for... Oh, well, the custom they've one. They've closed it at the moment while they clear out all their old stock. Are you going to get another one? I'm going to get a custom like version of the new pad. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't How know much are they? I don't know what colour skins. Oh, they're about <clears throat> £10 more than the oh, Wouldn't you page. get the same or would you get different? What, another orange and grey? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I feel the amount of options. I feel like I, I might get another orange but with different coloured buttons this time. <clears throat> is there anything you can put it with... Like put your orange one with to make like another iconic pairing of colours. Uh, I guess like neon green or something. What would that be? What? You know, like like a oh, um, like you had two colours that would be like like a reference to something. Uh, I could make the Dutch flag. <laughs> <laughs> Get a white one. I mean, I was thinking more in the line of like a like a, a film or game <laughs> logo or something or a character. But, I, I can't mean, that's... think of anything off the top of my head. But, um... <laughs> I'm I, I'm I'm going to struggle with much input because I don't know what much of the colour is of things to begin with. So, what colour's Crash Bandicoot? He's orange. Is it the sort of similar orange as that? Mm, as your he's one? not as he's not as bright as oh. the pad. Like. My my suggestion's gone out yeah, the window. He's more, anyway. more of a brownie burnt orange. Oh, <laughs> damn. And Spyro's purple. You'd have to have like purple and yellow. What colour is? You know what colour Mario's cost Mario's outfit is? Yeah, red and blue. Okay. But that's more like knowledge than looking at it and going, it's this colour. <laughs> I just know it. Colour's Wal- Waluigi. Yellow and purple. Can't think of any any more orange. Waluigi is purple and yellow, just with the reverse style. Oh, what colour are the Jaffa Cake boxes? Blue and orange. Oh, you could get a blue one. Jaffa Cake controllers. Okay. <laughs> Fixed. <laughs> do it. Why my would you not do my that? My tribute to <laughs> <Jaffa> Cakes. <laughs> 
<laughs> to be fair, Jaffa cakes are nice. Yeah, okay, I could, yeah, I could actually say that. Um, a decent, a nice, blue, like sky blue with the silver buttons I've got. That could that go together quite well. So, but yeah, I've got to wait till they start doing the new Series X. Open the shop back controllers up. on there. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've got five already. I just don't desperately need one. <laughs> like I've got more than I, I I think you can connect now. But if I do buy a new TV, mm. uh, like I'm planning to in the new year, like to get all those tasty, tasty next gen features, <laughs> super super frame rates. Um, I'm I will then have enough working TVs and like between us, I think enough controllers to do a la- Halo lamp eye once okay. COVID is over. I thought you were going to say reenact that bit in the Matrix where he sees the architect. No, oh, no, <laughs> no. I was just thinking we could you know get together and like celebrate the end of COVID with six of us playing Halo over land. Yeah, yeah. that does sound like a, a good fun, yeah. good fun time. I mean, you've got a pad. That'll be that'll make six pads. I've- Oh, oh yeah, you've yes. got your PC one as well. I have got the PC one. I found another one as well the other day. I, I've also got some old Xbox controllers. Do they work? The 360 ones? No. Nah, what about with the P- PC there? Do they oh, they work PC. Actually, yeah, technically, if we could get it working on PC as well, we could play Four Way Land. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so many people. Yeah. We don't know that many people. That want to play Halo. <laughs> <You were> old. <laughs> want to play Halo. <laughs> uh, I would. Yeah. I'd play it. I'm sure. I'm sure we can find enough people. Like, yeah. Just, I, pro, just probably booze. I tried four the other day. It's hard. Were you playing on legendary? Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's what uh, me and uh, like someone were playing on Monday. Maybe it'll probably be easier if you've got backup. But on my own, it, was, yeah. it seemed like a harder Halo. I think we're playing for real normal. Like yeah. they, you have to get used to the new enemies, the Prometheans as well. Well, when it, but when it starts, it's it's just the Covenant. It's just oh, the yeah. ones that you're fighting are a lot of them ones that only pop up later in the other campaigns. Oh, like, like you, that, yeah. you kind of walk in a room and you're already being hounded by those beam sniper. Things oh, that you yeah, only started yeah. seeing at the end of the last one. I know because I got through that <laughs> on uh, difficult mode, and it was not a fun time. Did you get? Have you got far enough to start fighting the Prometheans? Uh, no, but we've done it here when we played. Yeah, because playing through it again, it really reminded me of how similar the Promethean design is to the Gex in the Vex. Oh, okay, Sorry, not yeah. the Gex. The Gex, Deep the cover Gex, geckos, Deep all gecko, of them. Yeah, <laughs> they're not not similar to that. Similar to the uh, the Vex even in Destiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the way they move and teleport about and that, and the fact they're weird ro- biological robot creatures. So, I wonder how much design stuff was like. How many design documents crossed over between oh, like, Halo so and many. yeah Destiny back in the day? But that was back when Microsoft. they they could do that, and it would be no problem because it's them anyway. So yeah. they could. Well, their own stuff without I issue. Of, I do kind of wonder how much better off they would have been if they had like kept des- like taking Destiny through Microsoft. What if it was a choice between that or go Bungie in the way it did? I don't know. They were, if they went well, Xbox, they, they would doing lose all right. Bungie. They do be doing it right now, right? I mean, they're independent and running their own live service games. So. I, I, I can't, don't know. I haven't played it in long enough to really comment. I really should give her a bit of light a go considering I don't have to pay for it. What's the... Uh... Yeah, I did have that feeling the other day, and then I thought... What we should do is, at the very least, get on some co-op and play through the story of it. Because yeah. the story of their expansion is usually only about five levels long anyway, right? But I have to play it like a like a peasant. I have to play it on my Xbox One S. Well, I want to play with the end. No. It's disgusting. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know it's. I'm get, joking. I don't mind. I know it's getting a patch whatsoever. for next. Getting a patch for next gen um, December, I believe. So I, wonder, I don't know whether that's going to have cross play with PC. 
Probably not. Nah, I doubt it. It's too difficult to balance. Yeah. But yeah, so we'll, uh, yeah, a lot of games yeah. this week. A lot of games. A lot talking, of games. Of, talking of games, still, though, there's still the, the uh, golden joysticks here, right? <laughs> yeah. My, my lead, probably my third least, like, respected gaming awards. <laughs> I mean, you got them, like I say, then you got the game awards, Jeff Keighley's one. And I don't really have a lot of respect for them because I think there's a lot of publisher money and sponsorship behind yeah, them. Yeah, lots. But then, like I say, you've got the BAFTAs, which is the ones I pay attention to. <laughs> Uh, so Hitman's hit got uh, the word British in the title, and I'm yeah, big, it's worth big um, Zenify. But I don't want Americans telling me what games are good. <laughs> I'm good old-fashioned British geezers and women telling me, you know, what the old working class. Yeah, yeah. Come out of mines and review a computer game for me, mate. <laughs> yeah, I love the getaway. <laughs> and in this year, I still love the getaway. Makes me feel represented as, as a cockney. <laughs> <laughs> this weird borough in England where everyone still works in a mine <laughs> and just constantly plays the getaway. <laughs> They're still playing Manic Miner, mate. That's the only game allowed in the village. In... <laughs> what are talking about, mate? It's 2020. It would be, mi- it would be mining you simulator. You want to play that Uncharted? No. We only play Manic Miner in this town. And I don't mean the console game. <laughs> get your helmet and get back down the hole. This child is yeah, uh, so, 14, um... by the way. Down the mines. This kid that we've just fabricated is 14. Oh, we get too deep into this. It's going well, into the mines. I, well, I am. Save it for your screenplay. That's already chopped for little Johnny Black. Little Johnny Blacklung. <laughs> well, that's just the code name. But Daddy, I don't want to go down the mines. My lungs hurt. <laughs> get down the mines, Jimmy. <laughs> I don't care if you're coughing up gunk. Um, after that segue. <laughs> yeah, so, um, it's that, yeah, as... Expect- it's worth pointing out that I don't know any of these. Okay, so, so as expected, because you know it's it's trendy to love it. Uh, the Last of Us Two cleaned up a lot of awards. Okay, how many do you, how many do you reckon it got? Out of okay, what's, hang the, on there. what's my frame of reference? Twenty-four awards altogether. Was that what it was nominated for? Was that the whole? That's thing? the whole awards. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't got nominated. I'm gonna say winners. six. Uh, five actually. Oh, so close! But Naughty Dog also won Studio of the Year. Okay, which makes uh, you laugh. Hang on, doesn't aren't they a bit a bit dodge? What's that? Some of their practices are they a bit dodge? Is that are they one of them ones? Yeah, but like I say, this is this is this award's probably got a lot of publisher money behind it. So oh, okay. Yeah, I don't, right. they're not going to call things like that out. Right. Okay. Yeah. So Last of Us Two got best storytelling, yep. best visual design. Um, I mean, I've not played it, so I'm, I'm going to judge. Visual you design? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, it's a it just looks really stunning-looking right? game but, for sure. Yeah. Visual design? I mean, you're not designing much. You're just kind of putting the real decrepit world in the. Uh, what, what do I know? Yeah, it looks fantastic. So whoever came was behind making it look the but way. But like it you say, the sure. award isn't best graphics. It's yeah. best, yeah, uh, visual design. Which mm. is weird. Uh, it got best audio. Audio in games is one of those things that you only, if it's doing its job well, you don't kind of don't ever it, yeah, yeah. focus into it, right? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah, I think. Tense, I'm thinking back to all the crazy sound effects when you're sneaking about. Yeah. Uh, like I say, yeah, uh, it also got PlayStation Game of the Year. What else was? Uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Oh. Was that this year? Um, I don't know what else. I assume all the next-gen launch titles came out too late to make the nominations. There's not a huge amount of competition then, really, is there? Well, yeah, uh, I suppose... I don't know if it counts third-party exclusives, because then you've got Final Fantasy Remake. Yeah, I, yeah, probably. Which didn't actually get any, surprising. Well, that out of those three games you just listed, I've only finished one. Okay, that's Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Look, I, I, I thought The Last of Us Part 2 was pretty great. Uh, and it also got ultimate game of the year. I don't know what qualification. Yeah. <laughs> ultimate game of the year. Ultimate game of the year. Yeah. That's so one they tacked on at the end because they needed some time. Yeah. Our um, ultimate super special release goes to <laughs> The Last of Us. No, it's, yeah. So I mean, it deserves a lot. For right, sure. it's nuts a bit harder. <laughs> I find it funny though because I know that that's going to annoy. Lots of people. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm annoyed by it, but I don't even have any real horse in the race. I didn't care about all the Last of Us 2 controversy. I just That's the people uh, I people find People have been funny. bumming the Last of Us series since the first one came out, and I didn't get the first one. So, so yeah. you would. I think you would probably get a lot more out of the second one because it's less of... Um, you wouldn't. You don't have to make that excuse for the gameplay. Okay. The gameplay is also pretty good. Okay. Okay. Yeah, maybe I'll try at some point. Because the last of us, you could say, yeah, the story's great and the graphics are amazing and the voice acting is brilliant. The characters are good. Yeah, but you know, the moment-to-moment gameplay is a little bit rote. Yeah. This one seems a bit. There's a lot more okay. scope to it. Yeah, I'll think. give it a go. I think a lot of these late-gen PS4 games that I haven't got around to playing yet, I may well wait until I get a PS5 at this point and uh, play the upgraded the, versions. It's not on the Plus collection, is it? Not yet, but it might get added later. Yeah. So, like I say, if, if that and like Ghosts get added and uh, Death Stranding, mm. stuff like that, all the games I haven't played, then it's worth me getting a PS5 mm. to yeah play a lot of them in best version. Would you put the guy from Death Stranding in a... PlayStation All Stars. Oh, I suppose Hideo Kojima would let you, right? He, he was the one who wanted Snake in Smash Brothers. So. What would he do? Deliver their package until He'd they pass build, out. Build stuff, right? Like build build bridges and stuff really fast. What, or in like a match. Or like you say, yeah, throw packages at people. <laughs> throw packages is really all you can do. Mm. I mean, you do have a gun, sort of. Plus, I guess you've also got thing. the old issue with rights, uh, light rights, I get like, image rights, right? Because it is Norman Reedus. Mm. It's not a game character, <laughs> like. You... <laughs> True. Yeah. So I don't know whether uh, what Sony licensed his image. What else? Um, whatever. Um, yeah. Um, one of your faves, the Hades got best indie. Yes. And it also got critics' choice. Yes. Which is kind of cool. Hades deserves all the praise it gets. Yeah, I really do need to get around to playing that. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, it'll, I, mean, I still can't get over the fact it was up against Animal Crossing, in the um, the other ones, the Game Awards for which Game haven't of, actually come which out. haven't happened yet, but no. it's nominated alongside it. And I'm sorry, everyone that likes Animal Crossing. I'm sorry. You can love your game. I played it. It was fine. But you, you've got to concede it. Just it's not as good a game, right? It's, it's a great game if that's the kind of game you want. But I don't think... Yeah, it's it's hard to say, is it? I mean, I, I think a lot of people will confuse objective quality with just something that's exactly what you want. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Like, it's... if you want a new Animal Crossing, it's that. And it looks nicer, I guess, than the last ones. And there's mm. maybe a bit more to do. And I think a lot, a lot of people, I think, this year got into it that weren't necessarily big gamers beforehand. I think or into the series. Purely because they were stuck at home and had nothing better to do. Uh, me, pretty much. Yeah, that was the yeah. same thing. I got it. I've never played one before. I got it. And I enjoyed it, sort of. Mm. But I've always been like that with Animal Crossing. They're fun for a month or two. Mm. And then it's kind of, oh, I can't be asked to do this every but day. I think even with a game that's based around kind of cultivating an area and harvesting mm. and all that kind of thing, there are better examples that have come yeah. and gone. Like genu- gen- genuinely better games. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's strange to me. I feel like it's getting an award just because it sold gangbusters. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's a Nintendo game. So well, Nintendo games get that little bit of kind of... yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I was, I was kind of figured the other day, it was always a joke about Nintendo tax, and I've now realised that the Sony tax is now more expensive than the Nintendo tax. Really? Well, the Switch games are about 60 quid, right? 
Uh, yes, but they will hold on to their value more than a PS5 game, you reckon? I reckon. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. probably. For sure. Um, right, so what, I mean, you got best expansion went to No Man's Sky Origins, which I can't really feel, nothing's had any big expansion. Well, nothing else has yeah. had any, like, giant extra content drop for free, right? Uh, Ghost you... of Tsushima's had its multiplayer stuff, hasn't it, that's been added, but I don't know whether that would have come out too late to make the nominations for this. Plus, I don't think that's on the same level as yeah, you know, um, the content that they put in. Yeah, I can't think of anything else that's had like a big notable expansion this year. Like, I mean, this stuff still comes out for Fallout seventy six, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, World of Warcraft's got an expansion coming out, but I think you should probably, I think, yes, give awards to people that maybe are spending all their time fixing stuff and putting yeah, extra I mean, stuff this in is for the, no this extra is like cost. the third big content drop that they've put out. Well, for, I could uh, have theoretically bought the game on release and not spent a penny on it, and had about what four big content drops at this point. Yeah, pretty game changing ones as well. Yeah, I, I don't even know what's in Origins, if I'm honest. I don't like, even I know think it's I played been, the last one. I know it's been, it might have a, a PlayStation 5 patch. It's definitely got a Series X one. I'm sure it's got like underwater stuff now where you can yeah. like build underwater cities. I think they stuff. added like more um, more randomness in like the creature design. They did, and they did that like. in the one before. They changed like the graphics. Yeah. And they made it. It was like new planet nice. types have added. Yeah, well, yeah. They? Lots like, of new biomes and stuff. Yeah. So I, I should get back to giving it a go one day. I don't uh, have the time. It is a very a big time sink, but I at least get a good, play for about 10 hours or something, see a few planets and new creatures and that and then give up. Do you know what's more difficult now is it's a lot more hand-holdy at the beginning mm. and it's not as quick to jump into doing that. Yeah, I did notice that when I tried it on the Xbox. Well, you uh, jump for a X. lot more hoops. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it doesn't. It, I'm not sure it makes you build a base, but the way that the quests are, it certainly makes it look like that's what you have to be doing. Okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I mean, is there an article? Ah, maybe I, I must have. My, I know all my old days would be on PlayStation, wouldn't they? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. But I would say jumping into a jumping into your old save now with all the stuff in it will just be confusing. Oh yeah, yeah, it will change. Uh, what else have we got? Um, Among Us got a breakthrough award, which I know that's really... Never played it. I know that's really... Probably, this is what I don't understand, right? Outstanding contribution, the gaming industry. Who's Who t- Who accepted it? I don't know. Who's just, it for? How does that even work? Who's it, uh, in, who's it sent to? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> the gaming industry. I don't know. I, I clicked it, but it's... Uh, uh, it's... I don't know. It's, it's, I don't understand that award no, at all. No, me neither. So, you know, is that just like a... Is it outstanding contribution to gaming? Outstanding contribution to the world in general? Is it just a symbolic <laughs> thing of just like a patting themselves on the back? Yeah, yeah. Look, Pretty much. <laughs> Who's the... the best at doing games? Yeah. Well done, we everyone. Are, We're the we best. Are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do we got? Family game. Uh, Fall Guys got a few as well. Got best multiplayer. Okay. Uh, best family game. Which is weird because I mean, all your, to play as a family game, you'd all need to be online on separate consoles. On your own consoles, yeah. <laughs> yeah so has it got a split screen mode? I think family game more just means mm, like. Family friendly. Yeah, rating and um, stuff. Yeah, uh, esports game of the year, COD Modern Warfare. Oh, uh, yeah, pass. <laughs> Best new streamer, <laughs> I am Brandon. Oh, he's. No, I don't know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> you you looked up then all, all like oh. <laughs> the angle was building. No. <laughs> you watching Twitch, Ben? I told you about watching Twitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I don't know. Who that is. You were not young and cool enough to do Twitch. <laughs> I can if I turn the uh, quality on my webcam down enough. We watch people play games with the free VHSs that come with the magazines every so often. <laughs> and yeah. Games Master on a Thursday night. Don't forget Gamesville. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Naughty Dog gets studio of the year is weird because I, I mean, they put out one game and you've got teams like Insomniac that have managed to put out Miles Morales and have got Ratchet and Clank 
ready to come out very soon as well. Not till next year, though, right? Uh, I was relatively soon into New Year, though. The fact of the matter is they've been working on two of them at the same time and remastered the original Spider-Man in that time. I've played a bit of that as well. I'm not saying that I, I'm not saying Insomniac deserved the award, but I'm just saying it just seems Naughty Dog getting it's a bit, mm, seems a bit cliquey. <laughs> it does maybe a little bit but yeah, yeah. Uh, there are literally hundreds of game studios that have done a great job this year and Naughty Dog seem to be clearing up best gaming hardware this is a weird one is the NVIDIA GeForce RTX 3080 <laughs> <laughs> um, I just, I just, the next gen consoles clearly didn't come out in time to make the nominations but it's still a so <laughs> I'm assuming that the researchers for the award have asked that handful of influencers that got their hands on one as a review copy and those people that have way, way too much money and got their hands on one as well because they're out of stock everywhere. Um, maybe, I guess. Technologically, maybe. Um, yeah, it's just it's just odd to see that there. It's just an award for a graphics card. Uh, uh, yeah, mobile game. It's the Lego Builder's Journey, I don't know. PC game of the year is Death Stranding. PlayStation okay. game of the year last was already. Xbox game of the year, Orion, the Will of the Wisps. Yeah. I mean... I never... I tried to play... Fair, is that have... the first or second one? That's the second one. The one yeah, I, play, I was I not... I don't that came out this year. It must have been very close to the start of the I year. I was not huge on the first one. Yeah. It looks really nice. There you go. That's <laughs> my... Uh... I mean, what else have they had out this year? Flight Sim... Um, <laughs> technically as a PC game at the moment even though it's part of the Xbox ecosystem it's weird hmm. um, Gears Tactics I guess was that this year? yeah okay uh, can't think of anything else uh, all those Age of Empires remasters right the third one came out this year yeah I did. Yeah. I, I tried a bit of that as well they're old mm. those games Difficult. Difficult yeah. to get into. Aside from that, I can't think of yeah, many Microsoft releases. Uh, and Nintendo going to use Animal Crossing, but hasn't really got much competition, right? N- uh, not unless you count that Mario All-Stars, which you shouldn't. Mm, yeah, yeah. Because they're yeah. old games anyway. And then classes. aside from that, you've got that Hyrule Calamity, Age of Calamity, just came out, right? Probably just out of time. Yeah, it probably mm-hmm. didn't make the nominations. But yeah, Nintendo haven't had a Bonzi year, really. Have you heard much about that? What's that? Uh... Age of Calamity. Um, I'm no, I haven't actually. I haven't read much of the reviews. I mean, um, I, I don't mind a like Musu game, but it's like sixty quid for it. Yeah, sixty quid for. It. I mean, I don't like Musu games that much. I wasn't. Yeah, I didn't enjoy um, the Fire Emblem one as much as I enjoyed Hyrule Warriors. No. Maybe probably because I haven't played enough Fire Emblem. Maybe I liked the Hyrule Warriors one, but like again, all those games. Mm. I only like them because I get them cheaper. Although that one I didn't get cheaper. Yeah, yeah, like you say, or you get them on PlayStation Plus or Game Pass or something. Yeah, mm. or I spot like Dynasty Warriors Extreme Legends Empire Edition <laughs> four point five <laughs> for sale. Oh uh, yeah, but not nine. There are a lot of them. I'll not get nine. <laughs> I, I don't like the one that everyone hated when they tried to make like open world as, as well. They should. I've never played it, but mm. yeah, I can for sure tell you why everyone hates it. Yeah, this is just not what the game is supposed to be. <laughs> uh, what do you reckon most wanted game was? Oh, is that something that's not out yet? Mm. Um, most wanted Halo? No. Hmm. I would have thought it would have been Cyberpunk, but I think technically Cyberpunk should have been out before these yeah, awards, right? Yeah, so, But it got pushed back. Give, give me a... What console is it on? Uh, well, yeah, I assume it'll be a PS5 exclusive when it comes out. God of War. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Although I've been cagey about whether it's going to be or not. 
Sony, yeah. se- Sony really seemed to, after being trying to separate themselves from Microsoft by saying, oh, you know, we believe in generations, we want to make a new technological leap in that, they now seem to be very cagey about whether or not stuff's going to come out on the PS4 as well. Yeah. Which, well, they don't, you know, every console has a, a period. A cross-gen period, yeah. yeah, but it just feels like the way they kind of sold it. Yeah. Yeah, because within about two years, Microsoft will be making Xbox Series X only games. They've said that as well. So, you know, they've not really separated themselves that much. <clears throat> For you, me, yeah. if it's good, mm. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. And it will be, because mm. it's the new God of War, and the last one was amazing. Yeah, so. I'd imagine that could make some quite good use of those triggers as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the old throw in you. Yeah, yeah. I can already, Acts about I can it, already it. imagine it. Yeah. I can't wait for that. That's my most wanted, oh, yeah, I think. You could technically make it almost more like, yeah, you could put effort in through the backswing and then more effortful. Potentially. Yeah. Easier then. It gets harder to... It's good with things like bow and arrow. It'll tense. Oh, yeah. The string. That, yeah. That'd be really cool. It's not quite as good because normally in a game, you hold L to ready your bow and then you hold R to like pull the string. Yeah. But by the time you've pressed R and started pulling the string, then the trigger goes. But it's like, I've already pulled the string. Mm. It happens in Dark Souls. If I kind of pull the string and then let go and then pull it again, I can feel it. It's like, oh, that's really cool. But I don't feel it on the draw because I've already drawn it. Yeah, oh, yeah. You, before, yeah, but for yeah. the time that for the pad to put the little trigger on, which makes a nice little endearing tick when they turn on. Okay. Like if you load up a PS5 only game, you can hear it go <laughs> just, just as they kind of tighten up around the triggers. That's cool. Yeah. So, so yes, yeah, so that's most of it. Oh, uh, best performer is the Sandra Sad, who apparently was Kamala Khan. The Avengers not played it, so. Um, I mean, any, um, anyone can make the character can make the character of Kamala Khan bearable is probably like I was uh, worth an award because I've never found her to be quite that endearing in the comics. Yeah, I found her a little bit annoying, if I'm honest, playing mm. the game. Yeah, I, I would, no, I would never have known if someone said what was the best like performance this year in a game. That wouldn't even cross my mind. Uh, I bet mean, there were some good performances from voice actors in Final Fantasy. Oh, um, The Last of Us, you've really got... Oh, yeah, yeah. You've got to give it to... Um, the one that played Abby should get it, I think. It's Laura Bailey, wasn't it? Yeah, maybe. Mm. Is it Laura Bailey? I believe it's Laura Bailey. Mm. <laughs> no, normally, because normally, when I have this feeling where I'm like, oh, maybe it's something else. The majority of the time, I'm wrong. Well, I mean, at least, at least like... Known in North or Troy Baker didn't get it, is he? Oh, he's in Miles Morales. Who? Troy Baker. Oh, really? I'm so sick of hearing his voice. Weird. The weird thing is, is that I, I listen to a podcast that he's on every it's week. It's Laura Bailey. It is Laura Bailey. Yeah. I told you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I listen to a podcast that he's on every week, and he's quite enjoyable on that when he's just being I'm himself. sure he's a, a lovely bloke. Yeah, he does He's that very good really. at his job. Like, it, the, the some iconic voice roles personal preference I like his work as Reese from Tales of Borderlands yeah, yeah so it's probably yeah. a highlight of his career but he sounds like Troy Baker in yeah. everything and it's re- now more than ever it's starting to cross over <laughs> so like Reese sounds exactly the same as Simon Krieger from Miles Morales uh, yeah, yeah, there's no yeah. difference because it's just him doing his voice <laughs> there's been a few games like that as well and it's fine very up give someone else a go yeah, it's got you to- know you don't have to pay them as much either <laughs> Spread it out. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's getting to the point where, like, Nolan North was a few years ago. It's just so ubiquitous. Well, someone asked Troy Baker, didn't they, like, how do I get into the video game voice acting industry? And he was like, you wait for Nolan North or I to die. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, everyone laughed, but that's kind of true. Uh, it depends. If you're a bloke. Oh, yeah, because they, they were both in Avengers, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Annoying in that as well. Again, um, the character in Tony Stark just sounds like Deadpool. Yeah. Uh. 
because it's, it's Nolan North being kind of jokey, sarcastic Nolan North. I saw you know? um, Hawkeye is coming to... Uh, Hawkeye's already out, right? But now you're getting baby Hawkeye. No, Hawkeye's not out, I don't think. Okay. I don't think they've had any extra characters Okay, yet. Kate Bishop's coming out, right? She's so, the first yeah. one, I believe. And she's got a little mini plot of DLC that comes with it, right? Yeah. yeah, and I feel like the guy that came up with the title and then did everything else around it, what was it it's called? called Taking Aim. Uh-huh. I imagine he was like, wait a minute. Oh. Aim, aim oh. the bad guy. She's an archer. Taking. Oh, running into the ball. Yeah. Yes, yes, I've just been like dishevelled papers going everywhere, just like, I've got great news. I, I just I imagine. Finally cracked it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I'm not. I'm there. I don't think I'm ever going to play it. So. You're not going to play Kate Bishops? No. I mean, everyone, everyone's favourite character. I mean, did you even know who Kate Bishop was until now? Yeah, okay. vaguely. Yeah. But that's, I mean, like a, a regular person who's, you know. Because, I mean, that's, she's not even like someone who's been in the MCU, right? right? I mean, she is. No. That her and Jeremy Remmer are getting a Hawkeye series, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. Maybe yeah that could be right. Probably won't be out for another six years at this rate. Well, Jeremy Renner's pretty old already, right? He's getting there. Yeah. I was going to say. Do you fun. remember when he was in 28 Weeks Later? Cough. All the I way back now. when. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't remember it until you said it. One of his first roles I remember seeing him in. And he was in The Town as well, do you remember, with Ben Affleck? Oh, I've not seen that. It's quite good. Yeah, I've heard good get, things If you ever get the time yeah. to watch it. Yeah, so that's uh, talking of films or TV, you watch much? No, unfortunately. Yeah. I've either been predisposed or playing video games. Makes sense. I mean, well, you did, did I watch anything? I'm sure I might have watched something. No, I don't think I did. You are in next gen, like... For the moment, yeah. yeah. Honeymoon so I can, at the moment. I can get through them. I have been watching a new comedy series on Netflix called oh, the, Arnie uh, Donner's Big Old House of Fun. You have Australia. to say it in Australian accent. Oh, that's like Arnie Donner's Big Old House of Fun. Auntie Donner's Big Old House of Fun. Fucking Bonza comedy, that's mate. bloody great, mate. Yeah. Fucking rolling rolling up, like having hmm. a good, great old laugh. Heaps so, yeah, laugh. I, I know you're yeah. quite hot on this new show. But, yeah, it's some of the best, like, alternative surrealist comedy I've seen in years. It's uh, up there with, uh, like, Vic and Bob for me just as i understand they've been a thing for a while in australia yeah, yeah. yeah. only now that netflix, the netflix have deal up, yeah. kind of have blown up there's, there's loads there's another, of their older stuff on youtube that i've been watching as well there's another there's a podcast i listen to and they're they're australian and they're like super happy that their thing is getting all this recognition <laughs> they're like yeah see well I, I, I feel i feel like the aussies and the uh, kiwis have a very similar, similar sense of humor to us it's like the americans and the canadians they their humor went somewhere different mm. like after they broke away but yeah. Yeah, even the south africans actually when i was over there and watching a bit of their tv <laughs> well uh had a similar sort of uh comedy yeah. to it but um but yeah it's just incredibly out there what is it in a nutshell ah <sighs> It's kind of half sitcom, half sketch show. Right. So it's basically three Australian blokes that live in a house share mm-hmm. um, and, yeah, get into surreal adventures every week with a vague justification of a plot. <laughs> it's like House of Falls, basically. Okay. And then everything after that is just, yeah, just batshit insanity that will somehow resolve whatever was going on <laughs> by the end of the episode. <laughs> But yeah, so I say it's, it's great. It's just, I mean, it's, it's hard to describe something like that 
you know. Yeah, yeah. It's well, just, it's all just a framework for shenanigans, I assume. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's very clever, really well thought out. Because I'll say, it starts with this musical number. I mean, I think I showed you the very first you sketch, right? Yeah, the drum one. Yep. And it's just the way it's, it's, it's a bit silly and you laugh at it and then it suddenly stops and just goes into this serious moment but it's just so well filmed. Like, it was quite funny. Shot. And it, a lot of it's like that throughout it. Uh, it's um, that kind of uh, change in tones. I'm glad stuff like that is getting more... The yeah, the fact it's got Netflix, behind, Netflix backing behind it as well. So yeah. I hope it gets a series too. It seems quite popular on uh, the old social interwebs. Yeah, yeah it's, getting some, it's getting some buzz. Yep. Yeah, some, some I'll heat. watch it at some get, point. Getting heaps of praise, bro. How, how is it... Because I was never a huge fan of House of Fools. How does it compare? Is it, uh, is it wackier or is it a little bit more restrained? I'd say it's on par. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's any wackier. Is it in front it of an audience? No. I, actually, I would say it, it's probably, it might be slightly wackier in the sense that they've got a bit more budget behind it mm. than obviously the I was going to ask that as well because yeah. House of Fools was sort of but they don't, they don't one go, of the jokes. They don't that... go OTT with the budget. It, 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 when it... That's, that drum song you showed me, I could straight away tell that the the difference in like frame rate and filming techniques used for the bit where it gets really serious was different. Yeah, so, yeah. It's, straight it's away, stuff, it's got it's, slightly it's the better. The way they use it for stuff like that, I mean, when when it's it suits the comedy for it to look cheap, it looks cheap. It's like they've, they've used uh, the, that budget sensibly. But yeah, it's, it's hard to describe on camera, but I just want to get the word out. It's like for anyone who is not Australian and hasn't heard of it before, what, what's this show on Netflix? Or if you don't have Netflix, watch their stuff that's on YouTube for free. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, stuff like that. that's the only real new thing I've watched this week. I mean, I watched my old Star Trek Enterprise on Netflix. I, I, I doubt you want to hear about that, though. Oh, you, your favourite Star Trek Enterprise. <laughs> no, I, I don't because I watch like Series 2. It's just like to put on when I'm like, yeah, having a workout after work. Like, well, obviously, we've been trapped in our ISO cubes for nine months now. And, yeah. Like, counting. But back through some Enterprise. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, series, back to Series 4 now. I really enjoy Series 4. It's for, yeah. Where it got very, very well done. Like, uh, kind of mixture of individual episode plots and, um, like, little three-part arcs. But okay. they all kind of tied into stuff from later Star Trek and kind of gave you origins and uh, showed you how that kind of developed by the time of TOS. It was basically what the show should have been from series one. Yeah. And then obviously because it wasn't you just that. You had to wait for like three whole series. Yeah. And then because it wasn't that from series one, everyone <laughs> had got bored and stopped watching. So it got cancelled after series four. <laughs> Shame. So this is the expense. is only getting one more series and it? it's getting a sixth series after the one that's coming on this year. And then that's it. Probably costs a lot of money. Mm. Well, I don't know. Because all the sets and that were built as for series one, right? Mm. And they haven't changed massively. I mean, the Russian Ante still got like the same interior and stuff. So. Some CG though, right? <clears throat> it's probably a lot of CG, yeah. But the CG's not that expensive these days. Depends how good it is. Uh, yeah, it's probably, yeah, good CG is probably more expensive than bad yeah. CG and they've got pretty good CG. What uh. film was it? There was a film where there's like a dog turd on the... on the. Ah, oh, it was John Wick. And okay. it was that they needed a dog turd on the on the lawn that the dog did, but the dog didn't really go. So instead of going out to buy like a plastic bit of dog poo, they <laughs> did it in CGI, and it cost like thousands of dollars. <laughs> and it's it's only on in the shop for I don't know most, seconds. Most expensive dog turd yeah, film history. <laughs> That's brilliant. There's, there's loads of. Weird oh, I go to go and hunt for, hunt for that just for free. I did watch through um, um One Punch Man in the back in the background the first series again. Okay, I'm about halfway cool. through now. Yeah, I'd, uh, I still haven't seen the second series actually. It's not on Netflix yet. It's a lot. I find I found it a lot weaker than the first. Okay, but still good. But 
weaker. Yeah. Well, I, I cannot wait for a third series. I've read online about where the webcomic and stuff go. Okay. I can't wait. I really want it. And it's been two years, I think. Is it in Japan or is it just no, not a, at all? No, it's yet? a pandemic thing, apparently. Okay. That's Struggle true. to get round to it. Yeah, apparently Japan are having real like difficulty with work from home transition, from what I understand, compared mm. to other countries. So one is apparently that's why Nintendo have got like no releases this year. Is it? Yeah, well, I've heard rumours. I don't know how true that is. Hmm. So, yeah, just cover ourselves for liability. That's fine. They're the one console at the moment. I'm cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll say they've 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 very much lost their steam this year with the Switch. I think. I think so. With the two new consoles, but yeah, I mean, if they come out like in the new year with some interesting releases, they can still gain some back because I almost use my uh, Switch a little bit like I used my Vita, where I use it for kind of like the smaller. India sort of games yeah, that I yeah, can I know what when you I'm mean. done with something on the screen before I, I crash out and go to sleep I can just lay down with or yeah you play those kind of games with like YouTube or something on in the yeah, background exactly. yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's got... why I want to get Hades on there rather than on PC it's a cool such a great game <laughs> Hades I wonder if they'll ever do any like expansions or anything for it they haven't on any of their older games have they? no yeah it probably doesn't need it. The way it's, it's kind made, of admirable in a way, the fact that they put out a game and then they stand by it. Well, they're like... Hades is the only one that's not like a complete... Well, it is a story, a complete story, but it's not... It's the first one that's not told linear, okay. in a linear fashion, right? Because it's built on replayability. The others are all just a a narrative. I never played Pyre. That's one I should go back and play. No, I've not played Pyre. The other two I liked a lot. Mm. Bastion, I think I preferred. I like Transistor. Hmm. I like the art style. Uh, that's a nice art style. I just think I preferred Bastion just to feel general feeling of it. Plus, it was an, plus like, the narrator was a great concept. Yeah, true. Yeah. Well, I did like having the sword and I liked it coming through the controller. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. Uh, yeah, so I mean, um, so I've now, I do want to give one shout out as well to um, like Simon Spurrier's Hellblazer run. Oh, yeah. Which came to an same. end this week. Uh, tragically, uh, got uh, yeah cut short by the pandemic and like, numbers. Just it didn't make enough money, didn't sell enough copies. But it was the best take on John Constantine that DC have put out in years. I mean, it's such a shame, a shame to lose it after the last almost decade or so of them pissing about trying to turn him into a member of the Justice League, chucking fireballs about all over the shop. <laughs> like seeing him get back to a gritty, you know, East London underworld uh, sort of magic realism was ah. Oh, Oh, it was so refreshing. Uh, <laughs> and Spurrier writes it well. I mean, you know, he can't, he, he lives around that area. He Has writes... he written the character before? I don't believe so. Okay. No, it's just these 12 issues. But yeah, it's just, he, you know, so all the dialogue felt right because it was actually being written by someone British. You know, it's, oh, you know, it just, oh, it was just dead on. It was like when he was like, dealing with the leader of some, um, like, sort of street gang in Peckham. Hmm. Uh, just the, uh, sort of that um, London street, uh, slang it's like it, it sounded dead on it's mm. like there's no way an American writer would have been able to get that in the same way as like Spurrier did <laughs> you know he's clearly someone who's heard it in real life but he's I mean he's probably second only to Garth Ennis when it comes through getting sort of like dialects accents and slang in written dialogue yeah it's, yeah like it's not many comic writers can do that that well but I mean like Garth Ennis can literally give you a comic where there's an English and an Irishman a Scotsman and a Welshman and get all of their accents who did Crossed both of them have written it. At That's times. got some great of that regional mm. dialogue in it. Yeah, it's, uh, Garth tell. Ennis wrote the initial crossed comic, and he wrote some of the later spin-offs. And Simon Spurrier did that. Wish you were here. The okay. comic. I recommended Cross to someone once, and they came back the next day and was like, "What on earth did you tell me to read?" 
They were like, it was disgusting. Why it's would you tell me to read that? I was like, you told me you like graphic novels. So like, well, you know, yeah. Did you Batman ever, and Superman? Did you ever and read Cross like, 3D? No. Go, it's like old school 3D, kind of like the black uh, blue okay. red glasses. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was just, that took it to more extremes because you literally had like the scenes of the cross that were like throwing their shit and uh, like their guts at you. But it was actually coming off the comic page. It was so <laughs> stupid. But um, yeah, so if anyone with an interest in comics or interested, uh, when DC put out the inevitable like hardcover collection of these 12 issues, or 13 technically, kind of one shot. Yeah, get All on right. it, get on it. Hopefully, Is that it? We never see a return, or I don't know if we'll see a return to like a black label Hellblazer book, um, which obviously uh, Black Label's pretty much replaced Vertigo now at DC for their okay. adult books. Hmm. So they'll probably go back to shoving him in the Justice League again. <sighs> that, they've got a young adult Constantine book coming out actually. Ooh, oh, that's yeah. not a good combination. No, it's, and um, they've also got a, a sequel film coming out with Keanu. Reeves. I did see something about that. Yeah. <sighs> That's the one thing I will say. He's been the shows that he's been in a shit, but that Matt Ryan that played him on the TV show, he was much more the part. Yeah, um, DC have been doing a lot of like young adult comics recently, trying to capture that bookstore market. Mm. And one of them coming out was yeah, with Johnny Constantine and oh, I can't remember what it's called, the Mystery of the Mean Teacher or something. <laughs> so I can't remember exactly what it was called, but it because he's an Alan Moore created character, it just reminded me. Do you remember the Watchmen babies scene in The Simpsons? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it just reminded me of that. It's like ah. Oh. <laughs> this guy is meant to be chain smoking and dealing with the absolute like dregs of humanity and like dark mad demons and magic, you know. And then yeah, you put him in young adult novel. It's like what what are you thinking? It's like AT and T and Warner Brothers are fucking DC right up at the moment. <laughs> like this, ugh. yeah. Marvel seem to be doing all right under CB Sabolski at the moment. They've, they seem to have turned things around a bit, but it was shaky towards the end of the uh, Axel Alonso era as editor in chief. But yeah, loads of like DC's higher ups and editors and uh, publishers and that have been sacked. So I don't know what's going on over there. <laughs> There's rumours that they're not even going to publish uh, like physical comics anymore. They'll just do like digitals and trade collections. Hmm. Yeah, sad days. But at least it was good and went out on a high. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Last few months of comics. That, that sequel to um, Death Metal by Scott Snyder has not been great. That seems to have gone on forever. Well, Scott Snyder was basically the kind of architect of the universe for the last... Uh, um, the problem is, with the DC universe, become an absolute state because usually with a comic universe, you'll have someone who's writing like the big book, like Avengers or Justice League or something like X-Men, who will kind of... They will kind of have their architect status so they kind of decide where the universe goes. And then obviously other books kind of right around that. So uh, obviously, you know, when Bendis was on the Avengers, he was kind of like the Marvel architect. Same as when Hickman was on the Avengers. Uh, Jason Aaron was on like the Avengers and four. So he kind of controlled those aspects of the universe at the time. Mm. Uh, or like Dan Abnett and Andy Lanning, like controlled the uh, the whole cosmic Marvel um, sort of a line for a while. Well, Jonathan Hickman now is doing it with X-Men. He's kind of like heading their line. But... Uh, in the last sort of five years at DC, you had Jeff Johns who did DC Rebirth, so mm-hmm. he had a load of plot lines that he wanted to do that culminated in, um, culminated in, in um, Doomsday Clock. But then you also had Scott Snyder who did Batman and then led into Death Metal, 
Oh, sorry, Metal. Then he did Justice League for a couple of years. Then he, now he's doing Death Metal. And he had his own plot lines that didn't really work with the Doomsday Clock plot lines. Mm. But then you've also got Bendis, who they signed up on some massive exclusive contract, because obviously to get him away from Marvel, who came in doing the Superman books and a few other books. And he seemed to have his own ideas as well. So you had these three different like architects all kind of putting out their own books with different ideas of where they wanted the DC Universe to go. And it just become an absolute state. <laughs> it's like no, nothing worked together the continuity was fucked like and so I was like at least Marvel seemed to be keeping it a bit tighter in that respect at the moment especially with the X-Men books that's uh, they've been really good recently so yeah so, cool yeah. good is that it is that it for the I think uh, yeah I, don't, I can't say I've done anything else fun this week I mean I can tell everyone about my days at work <laughs> yeah do you want to hear about council tax? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Right, so um, I guess with that, we should uh, bid everyone adieu. Yes, thank you. Yeah, thank you for joining us on this week's final podcast. And yep. we may be back this weekend for a bonus episode. If not, we'll see you next week. Yes. Uh, make sure to uh, follow me at um, SafePointBen. Yeah, and follow me at SafeFinal on Twitter. Yep. If you, you don't get enough of our ramblings and inanities during this show, <laughs> you want to see, you want it 24-7. I want you to shout at me. I want you to... What, on, Tell me now, what you think. Now on Twitter. No, I'm not talking about you. Oh. I'm talking to whoever is listening. I, I've got a list. I, you shout <laughs> at me all the time. <laughs> you bastard. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, follow me at Say Final on Twitter. Yeah, everyone, have a lovely week and we'll see you when we see you. Goodbye. <laughs>